0: An Alana solo.
1: Oh my gosh, you guys love <laughs> me hanging.
0: You have a beautiful voice. Oh, well, thank you. That was not leaving you hanging, that was <laughs> that was showing you <laughs> off. That's what that was. Thanks. <clears throat> okay, well, um, work hacks with bossy skirt is going to be like action in real time today on this episode because. It's a really bad day here today, and everybody is super tense. And this happens Could every you feel it when Wednesday. you came in? I did. It
1: happens every Wednesday.
0: It's, and it's the first time I've ever had a Wednesday podcast yep. day. Mm-hmm. So so we're going to be doing work hacks in real time. Yes, ma'am. I'm as opposed we to trying it. to cajole you guys out of this, I'm going to hit this shit head on. Mm-hmm. We'll find out about how your weekends were later.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nobody actually cares. <laughs> I do. No, no. I mean, like, listeners. <laughs>
0: Right? It depends on if we we have something interesting to share, like ranch-flavored ketchup or something.
2: (laughs) Ranch. Ranch.
0: That's it. (laughs) Okay. So, I had run across this article a while ago, and it's so funny because I wanted to talk about it, and then I couldn't find it as I was preparing for today's show. And while everybody was... Scurrying about and being tense and cranky, I'm like, let me see if I can just please find that article, because it was how to handle five, five difficult situations at work and the way to respond to them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? We'll go through the list, but I bet you one or two or three of these
2: are applying to today. <laughs> do you have notes on
0: these? I do. I was we'll find say, can out. I borrow paper? Uh, cause you want to write it down.
2: Well. Yeah, kind of.
0: Can't I just email you the article?
2: Kind of. I'm I'm trying to keep track of everything that we're doing today. I know you are. Yeah. All right, fine. I just need this.
0: So today's episode is uh, Kelsey and Alana are having a bad day.
1: I'm not. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> Everybody's I just, just
0: pissing you off.
1: Yeah. Okay. Because of their bad days so and nice. it's nothing personal. I, I already said it's nothing personal. It never is. It's not show friends, it's show business. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay, first
1: situation.
0: Somebody attacks you at work. Verbally? (laughs) Hopefully. (laughs) Hopefully only verbally. Let's just be clear. (laughs) (laughs) So we all know the feeling um, of being embarrassed when a coworker uh, takes a cheap shot at you or your boss criticizes you, and God forbid they do it publicly. We've talked about that. I don't know, something like, you know, this... Level of work is you know less than what I expected or did not exceed my expectations. Whatever, some sort of criticism um, that feels like an attack. So uh, that happens a lot. And getting comfortable with feedback, we've definitely talked about. But that's like more appropriate in the room. You're giving me feedback. This is more something that just happens off the cuff. Um, And the suggestion is that um, fighting creates embarrassment for both sides. We've talked about that. Mm Um so that's not a good course of action. Instead, take a deep breath. I'm always talking about breathing. Try and put a receptive expression on your face as opposed to your resting bitch face where you know, so you can fake that by like raising your eyebrows or looking really curious like somebody's about to give you the punchline to a joke. Like there are ways that we can I say every face needs a, every face needs a filter. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, as it's starting, be super conscious about okay, what what facial expression do I have? Like probably a snarl. How can I quickly hide that? Uh, so think about that while you're taking your deep breath. And then the first response should be a uh, question posed as non-defensively uh, or antagonistically as possible to say, "Can you?" Can you um, explore that, expound on that, explain that further? (laughs) Basically, put the person in a position to justify what it was they just said. Mm, Yeah. So as opposed to you having to react to it as truthful, it automatically pings the ball right back to them to say, hmm, tell me more about that. Um, And that's really helpful for two reasons. Number one, it gets the focus off of you and back onto them. Number two, if it was just a flippant, mean-spirited criticism they might not have anything else to say and so that could short circuit the entire situation right there um and it just it buys you time you know so that you can get your your emotions under control um so and then if they do have additional information that they are expanding upon and telling you oh yes you know that was unacceptable because my expectation was xyz Take the feedback. Remember the one episode when I talked about what's the what's the one thing you can say without having to agree to just end the conversation? I understand.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> it's like a pop quiz. I understand.
0: <laughs> then yeah. you can Get the hell out of dodge. Anyway, I thought that was really good feedback. Basically, or you know, it was a really good suggestion saying just ask them to explain it further. And you just you know
1: mm-hmm. took a cheap shot at me. Yeah.
0: Explain that. Just to get you know,
1: so you can diffuse it yeah. a little
0: bit off yeah. of you and back onto them.
1: Yeah,
0: buy some time. You're buying some face time while you're changing your facial expression. Anyway, I thought that was a good one. Okay, uh, none of that's what's happening today. Number two, you do not get along with a coworker. We've all found ourselves in that situation. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah,
1: there's just certain people you don't vibe with sometimes, exactly. you know. It's, and you know, maybe it's just nothing really. There's no substance to it. You just can't really seem to vibe mm-hmm. or mesh or whatever word you want to use for mm-hmm.
0: it. Yeah. Um, and that happens a lot. In fact, it. I think it's probably. I mean, some workplaces, and I think you guys all get along really well here. But sometimes, in a lot of workplaces, there are people who you don't click with more than there are people who you do click with. Um, just like there is
1: in life. Yeah, that's really like lonely.
0: It is. Yeah, it is, and it's important for young professionals to understand that you don't get a fix who's on your team. You know, you have you have to figure out how to productively work with somebody who's on your team. So, um, if it's something that can just be managed by being civil and polite and professional, fine. That's a great solution, and everybody can be happy just living in that space, and you know, you're know, you never going to be friends. You're always going to be coworkers. You don't have to be friends with everybody. But if it's something that you think is starting to negatively impact either your work, your productivity, the vibe with everybody else around the office, then the suggestion is... Um, and we, I think we touched on this once. Cause Sounds familiar, or something that I've shared with you guys before. But the the suggestion is take the conversation away from work, try and have a a one on one somewhere, maybe over a drink after work, or you know over coffee, or maybe go to lunch together. And um, you know, there's that old phrase in feedback where you always attack the behavior and not the person. Mm-hmm. Follow that same rule, and as um, objectively and dispassionately as possible. Point out the conflicts that you think exist between that you see from your perspective that exist between you and the other coworker, and see if you can create some sort of common understanding. On you know, here are the things that um, we've disagreed about, or here are the issues that have sort of um, gotten in the way of our creating a connection, mm-hmm. and cop to whatever you can on your side, so that as soon as you do that, you give permission for the other person to own <laughs> something on their side. Hopefully, uh-huh. if they're not a total fucking douche. Yeah. Um, And then you can establish some sort of common understanding of how we got here. Um, And uh, by making it about the specific instances more than about each other, it's not a personal attack. Mm -hmm. And then that um, can hopefully be a way to start to create a bridge.
1: Yeah. So I guess extending the olive branch in a way, and Uh then like being the bigger person Uh to, you know, create that dialogue about, okay, clearly. Or maybe not so clearly. There's something that's not working between the two of us. Right. It sounds like a relationship. Well,
0: <laughs> it is. Yeah. I mean, you do have relationships with your coworkers. Yes. Yeah. And again, if it's negative and you don't have to work too close too closely together, that's pretty manageable. If it's really uncomfortable and antagonistic, and you have to work closely together, then it's, you know, it's going to create a problem if it isn't something that can get addressed. So, outside of work, very objective. Behavior, not the person. See if you can create some common or shared understanding of what's gone sideways, and see if you can put together a plan to fix it. It should help. Um, is this boring? Is this this interesting? No, it's good work advice. It is. Mm -hmm. It's good work advice. My brain's just split up right
2: now, so I'm taking it in on one side.
1: Okay,
0: I just you know hate listening to myself talk.
1: No, you're. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's all good.
0: Um. Okay, the this next one. There's no common ground on your team. So by this, um, I mean let's say there's a disturbing situation in the workplace that involves dynamics among the team that leads to you or others feeling marginalized, minimized, not valued, not preferred. You know, this can happen if it feels like there's a really strong favoritism relationship, maybe between the boss and one of your other coworkers. Like there are a lot of different ways. You can feel yourself suddenly being on the outs. Mm. And nobody nobody likes uh, being there. Um, <laughs> um, the example, this sounds so silly. I'm sorry, I'm giggling. Because um, they gave an example about a binge watch. Never mind. Um, the <clears throat> suggestion here is try and find your way in. So, um, I was working with this one young woman who she worked in a really small um, advertising office and everybody in the office was really into uh, murder mystery podcasts and she and she was not. And whenever it came up, she felt like she was always the odd man out, you know, and and she was the newer one, you know, and, you Mm -hmm. know, work can feel clicky. And so she was talking to me about it and asking me how to break in, and I'm like, okay, uh, duh, subscribe to a Murder (laughs) Mystery podcast, Mm. and I don't care if you don't love it, just listen to a couple of episodes so that you have a little something to contribute. Mm -hmm. And then once you break your way in, you might have an opportunity to then share some information on things that you find interesting. And you know, see if you can start to form a connection that way.
1: I totally get that. Yeah,
0: so opposed to just pouting and feeling like you're on the outs.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So this, um, our workplace is like super geeky, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and they really love like everything Marvel and comic books and superheroes, Kelsey is like the poster child (laughs) right now (laughs) with a Marvel shirt and a uh, Spider-Man hoodie on. But, um, and it's not that I don't enjoy those things, but it's not like I don't know the stuff that they know about it. So like when we have certain like conversations going on, I'm like, yeah, I got nothing
2: to add. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just for the record, she doesn't know what Weekend at Bernie's is.
0: Well, that's an old movie. I'm surprised you know what Weekend at Bernie's is. It's
2: not that
1: old. Oh, it's old. No, <sighs> this is an entirely different topic. Ethan, can
0: you Google what year?
1: <laughs> he can. I, I think I, it came out in ninety. I, I bet. Wait,
0: my guess is 89? that it came out in the eighties. Because
1: I looked it up to think to look at the like just the poster image or like some stills. Because mm-hmm. oh, it, everybody, it's rough. everybody knows about this and they were making some like 1989 okay yeah they were making some references to it last week and i was like what's that and everybody was like you don't know what weekend at bernie's i'm like yeah (laughs) and one of the guys i have never even watched the whole movie but i know one of the guys goes you're you're not young enough to know to not know (laughs) you're not young enough to not know what weekend at Bernie's like like, are you calling me old what year were you born At the end of 94. And what year were you born? 90. And it it
0: came out in 89? (laughs) Yeah. You're both too young to know. No, it's like saying that we shouldn't
2: know music from the 70s and 80s, which is totally inaccurate. No, because because radio plays, I mean... I go looking for old music, though, and I... Like old TV shows and old stuff, old movies still
0: run on TV. I know I was that's why I stopped myself because yeah. it sounds really stupid what I'm about to say. But you can listen <laughs> to songs so much faster right just because 3 they're, minutes exactly, instead of 2 hours exactly so just the opportunity consu- to consume older music is much greater than the opportunity okay, to I consume okay i see your statistics
2: movies. here and i can't argue with them so
0: well i was just going to have a little fun with this and try and think of a movie <laughs> that came out in 1989 and say have i know you ever movies heard from the 70s movie? have you heard of saying almost fire i've heard yes. of it never watched it okay So
1: the point is, there's plenty of times where I have felt like the outsider. (laughs) We went into the rabbit hole.
0: (laughs) Holy cow.
1: So I can definitely relate to this person that you've been working with, not understanding the murder mystery podcast phenomenon,
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but
1: feeling
2: like you gotta dive in at some point if you want to be part of the crowd. I've brought movies in, and Alana sat and watched them with me and asked questions, so I know that that interest is there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't have a lot of time for movies. I literally have no time for filling her in. Yeah. Like, I'm curious. We don't, like, make her feel weird because she doesn't watch it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're not like, oh, Alana's the not geek. Yeah. So I just feel like people have to try to take that into consideration. Everybody likes different things. So, yeah, if you can get a little bit of common ground, cool. If not, maybe two similar things that, you know, are kind of relatable. Mm hmm. Instead of a murder mystery, what if you just listen to a murder or a mystery podcast, if one or the other you know, is more <laughs> up your
0: alley? Or a murder mystery TV show or something. Yeah, yeah something. Yeah. yeah. That's very, very good advice, Kelsey. That way you don't
2: have to listen to the podcast if you don't want to, but try to take in some of that content somewhere.
0: Right. Yeah. So I have a confession to make. You like murder mystery podcasts. Mm, well, I mean... I've only listened to two, and they were enjoyable, but yeah, that wasn't my confession. Like Wait, books. was one of
1: them um, cereal?
0: Oh, I didn't even think of that one. Okay, yeah, three. Yeah,
1: yeah. she likes No, that one is good. Oh. That one's good. Oof. Anyway. <laughs> Back to my confession. These are my confession. Yeah. Cereal sounds really good right now. Just, Just say. I I <laughs> Like,
0: like A bowl hungry. of cereal. I know what you meant.
2: <laughs> but Jenny's on my side, and she's got something to say. Okay, so what is your confession?
0: As I look deeply into Kelsey's eyes,
2: you're gonna make me cry.
0: I've never seen an Avengers movie. What? what? Not one. Not one. Do you wanna I borrow mean,
2: the first one? i <laughs> gotta watch
0: I guess Guardians of the Galaxy kind that's of counts. That one it's is not good. An Avengers But it's movie. not a real Avengers it's movie. It's a Marvel
2: Cinematic Universe film. I know. It ties in. I've
0: been wanting to tell you that for months, but <laughs> I was reluctant to cop to it, so that's my big confession. Wow.
1: All right, so common that. ground. Find so some common com- ground. Find some
0: common ground, exactly. Okay. So, so far we know what to do if our boss or somebody attacks us. And we know what to do um, if, if we feel like we're on the outs. And we know what to do if we don't get along with somebody.
2: Mm-hmm. What are the next so two steps and things of work? What to do
0: um, when senior executives make people afraid to speak up?
2: Right. Uh, Don't conform.
0: Because that happens a lot. Mm -hmm. That's just like a a given. That's when you got to talk to your coworkers on the side and be like,
2: hey, if you actually wanted to say that and I agree with you, I have your back. You don't got to be rude and attack the boss, but everybody should have a voice. I don't care if you're the janitor. Right. Do you guys remember uh,
0: telling me about that one situation here when the guy who was like in charge of a division, got called out at a meeting really oh. publicly and made everybody feel really bad. Yeah. Did anybody stand up for him in that meeting? No.
2: Right and upward at the moment. No. no.
0: It's really really hard. I,
2: I wasn't going to stand up for him because he was an a hole.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Not because mm-hmm. I I didn't agree with what, what I didn't agree with what was being said to him. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't going to stick my neck out for somebody who I didn't even like. That's where I was. Right. Mm-hmm. He was rude to everybody else, so I was like, "You can get yours." Oh. Retribution
0: See, I just wasn't
2: going to I wasn't going to interfere with that I feel like it was karma
0: This this one's harder because um, really the onus is on people who are in charge and that is to encourage and give permission to younger people or less highly ranked people to share their opinion as well because a lot of times you feel like you need that permission to voice your own opinion. Mm -hmm. So um, that's my least favorite on the list because it doesn't give you guys any control or power over it. We're dependent on somebody else. I guess one way to do it as I think about it is, um, you know, if you're in that situation, I guess what I probably did when I was younger is raise my hand and say something along the lines of, sort of copying to the fact that I know I'm not as experienced. So, I might not be thinking about this the right way because I haven't been here as long, or I know my perspective is still evolving as I'm learning, but my two cents are X, Y, Z. I like that. That might be a way. Because as
1: you're saying this, I'm thinking, you know, I've been recently in a couple meetings here that um, I feel like I can't really say anything. Like... Maybe because I feel intimidated by the company that I'm in, Mm -hmm. like the the actual people people that are surrounding me. Yeah, Or because the actual things they're talking about, I don't actually have anything to contribute to. But Mm -hmm. when I do have something to contribute, I feel like uh, hesitant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So maybe, yeah, maybe I can definitely, uh, I can, maybe I can look into trying to word it a little bit Mm -hmm. like, you know, I know that I am not, you know, as well versed as the rest of you in this particular matter, but
0: I see it this way and I have something to contribute. Yeah,
1: this is how I see it. Yeah.
0: Because if they're not total Jack wagons, mm-hmm. you recognizing that you might not be as authoritative on something, but that yeah. you still have an opinion and you'd like to share it. If you've got a great boss, there's there's two things that are going to happen. The first thing is they should hopefully say something along the lines of, there are no bad ideas, there are mm-hmm. no stupid suggestions, mm-hmm. all opinions are welcome. Uh, But the other thing is, it's fantastic when you see people take the initiative to contribute their ideas, and they should encourage that. So you taking the lead may also give other younger people in the room the courage to do the same thing. Yeah. The other thing I would offer in that, because I do remember being in that situation when I would get really excited, but also nervous then often I would forget what it was I wanted yeah, to say. Yeah, like write it, it down. I was just going to yeah. say that. So as the meeting's happening and ideas are coming to you, write them down. And so then when there is a natural break in the conversation, it's mm-hmm. easier for you to say, you know, could we go back to that one point really quick? Because I had a thought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then everybody
1: rolls their eyes like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> We were just making progress. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Literally. Anyway, uh, anyway, yeah, that's what I thought of when you just said that. So yeah,
0: because it's that was very good, excellent contribution because that stuff is so common. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you got a Marvel analogy that fits with that. I almost called you Alana, Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> no, there isn't one. All right, fine. Um, all right, and the last one, my most favorite. Uh, this happens much more often than it should, you work with somebody who makes an insensitive comment. It could be a racially charged comment, not at you, just in general that you find offensive. Mm -hmm. It could be an inappropriate comment about you personally, Mm -hmm. about um, an issue that they probably shouldn't be discussing at work. There are just all kinds of examples, unfortunately, of um, how to handle it when somebody makes an insensitive comment.
2: Been there. Yeah. I feel can like you... we don't really have those problems here at the moment, though, because most of us are pretty well mannered. I mean, we're thoughtful and considerate. Yeah. We don't try to be rude or no, absolutely. racist or anything intentionally to hurt other people. Some of us just have dumb comments sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then sometimes the age gap mm-hmm. slash uh, generational gap, we'll say, instead, can definitely be exposed mm-hmm. when it comes to certain comments being said.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. I have a really good one actually. I I read this on Twitter. This uh <laughs> this cuz I think that's probably what young people do is they they don't necessarily address it in the moment because they don't feel like they have the power or the comfort to do so, so they'll go and vent on Twitter. And this one was um mm. so such a benign one too. Harmless. Such a harmless one too. Um the boss was complaining about how bad traffic was on the way into work, mm-hmm. and he makes the comment, "Man, I wish unemployment would go up." Yeah, and that's kind of awkward. Uh huh. And, and she, again, <clears throat> she—I think it was a a girl's Twitter account that I was reading, and she didn't say anything to him, but she's like. Really?
2: I see people subtweeting at others all the time Uh on the internet. It's not going to get your point across. You might as well sit down and talk with them because chances are they're not going to read it or they're not going to know what's about them or they're going to think you're stupid for posting it.
0: Uh Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I I found it valuable because it gives you a sense of how large the uh, sensitivity... Uh, category has we become We
2: hate traffic But I wouldn't wish For others to not have a job Why can't we just Fix the roads And not have half of them closed You know right. There's there's other solutions So Jenny What would you say If there is somebody At the workplace And they might be higher up Than you might be equal with you mm-hmm. This isn't from Like somebody mm-hmm. No I understand like, yeah. a, like a under you person mm-hmm. Because that I feel like Would be kind of easier To deal with Like hey totally stop that agree.
0: shit Yeah exactly
2: but if there is somebody above you that is making not necessarily i wouldn't even know how to describe the comments if they're just out there and kind of rude mm-hmm. what do you, what do you say to that person what do you do about that so i'm glad you asked have- they don't think anything of it
0: Right, right. Dumb. And I'm glad you asked because your first example on the way to respond, if it's a coworker, is hey,
2: knock that off. Yeah, knock don't that, say that, shit that shit off. Don't say that. But if it's a supervisor or a boss mm-hmm. or, or, you know, somebody big up in the company and yep. they're saying stuff to people, you don't just want to say, hey, Knock it off, dude. Right.
0: So I'm going to say that there are, I'm going to call that the call out. And so there are two ways to call people out mm-hmm. there's the way to call out a colleague, which is what you just described. And then there's a way to call out a boss.
2: Like, hey, dude.
0: <clears throat> and so my um, suggestion there, there are two ways to do it. And I think it depends on the audience. If the comment is made publicly, mm-hmm. i.e., in a meeting, in front of other people, um, Especially if it's your boss, so you have a direct reporting relationship to that person. After the meeting is done, and you've had a chance to gather your thoughts and think about what you want to say, you should go and address them personally. And the way I would frame that up is, you know, one of my favorite Jennyisms is, "Your job is to make your boss your boss look good." That's that's what your job is. Mm-hmm. So, using that as the frame. Uh, she's making a face that she Ugh. hates. That it's just true. That's yeah. part of your job that's, is to make your boss look good, to make your boss successful. To so, I mean, that's what you're there the for. Can I make the company
2: look good without making a person look good? Well, but I'm about. What to- if you have a really bad boss? All right, we're that's. Another time.
0: Back to your thing. So, uh, what you can do in that particular Mm -hmm. situation, because I'm here to help you and to make the company as successful as possible. We can use that if you'd like. Yeah. I feel compelled to let you know that when you make comments like that one that was just made in the meeting
2: Doesn't look good.
0: I think that it doesn't create the perception of you that you would like to create for yourself in front of those people. Wow.
2: And that's a good way to put you're it. You're
1: putting it back on them and how politely. I'm yeah. here to help
0: you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and maybe I'm overly sensitive. But when I heard that comment, it made me think of X, Y, Z. And I don't think that's the impression you were right. trying
2: to create. Now, What if it's just in passing? So
0: I wanted to give you my two cents. Same thing. So that's if it's in public. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's in private, then I think you have an opportunity to call it out in the moment.
2: Like, hey, don't say that. No, you
0: can't do it that no. way. No,
2: yeah, right, see? Right. So, so
0: so, now I'm walking with my boss, and he makes an inappropriate yes. comment. Um, then I would basically say what I just said to him privately or her privately in the mm-hmm. office, but I would say it right there in that moment.
2: Just like, for the oh. record, this isn't about me and one of my bosses. No, I understand. They don't harass me.
0: It's just a really good question. Yeah. So, um, being able to say, you know... <clears throat> I understand uh, what you're saying, mm-hmm. but I, I think you should be careful with comments like that because I think people could misunderstand them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So you're basically um, not not in the moment criticizing their, their absolute behavior, but illustrating how, thank God they said that to you and not somebody else, because you're here to tell them that's not the kind of stuff you should be saying. Yeah. So if you could always frame it up as you're just trying to help, mm. and there are people who would really misinterpret that comment, so that would be my approach. Now, if it were a sexual harassment situation, that's a whole another bossy skirt episode uh, because that needs a very different um, response. But yeah, if you could it's go just, to
2: HR at that point, right?
0: Yeah. Well, there's and yeah, there's a bunch of things. Mm. So I don't even want to go there because I don't want to give half-assed information. Because we right.
2: freaking ran out of time. Mm. Oh my gosh! Look at that. All right, but I already feel the, the vibe
0: changing. Thanks, everybody. I hope the Thank day you. gets better. Have a great one. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Mwah. i